Yeah, right, welcome everyone back to the podcast. I'm your host Ryan, and today we're going to be talking about Euro 2021. Um, I'm going to do you know some predictions, look at some matchups, and discuss a little bit about my opinions on these teams. Although I haven't watched a lot of games, as I will describe in this episode, but still. Please don't understand, I haven't watched all these games, I haven't had a lot of time. I've been really fucking busy and bombarded with work and stuff. I'm not working anymore, I'm doing homework and tape studies right now. That's what I'm busy with. Uh, work let me go, unfortunately, and I've got to take care of an injury right now as well as I'm doing a lot of rehab. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you in the episode. Welcome, welcome back everyone, I'm your host Ryan, today is a sports opinions episode, welcome back. Um, I'm doing the Euros this this time, I'm covering basically the group stages, because the group stages are finished now, uh, as of recording at least. Uh, today is the Friday, I'm recording it early, so that I don't have to worry about it next week. Uh, plus I will be busy, uh, probably next week, so I have to get these recorded and done fairly early, so I, I, I make sure I give myself some time to... Uh, really uh, be on schedule now. Um, so, the Euros. Uh, the Euro 2021, or it'll be Euro 2020, but that, that's what it was meant to be last year, but obviously the pandemic, yada yada yada, no travel was really allowed, and international games were really, really barely played, and, you know, postponements and shit, you know, that, that's how it is. Um, but, uh... Australia obviously isn't in the Euros. <laughs> we don't participate in that uh, at all. So it is. It's it's something that uh, I just watch for fun. Um, you know, football is a sport I love. I, lo- I love to watch it. I love to play it. Although sometimes watching it can get really, really fucking boring. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not afraid to admit that it does really get boring to me. Sometimes, uh, if my laptop would like to work, I would be able to look up the results. But my laptop is not willing to work right now. Come on, come on. Although I feel like a lot of my predictions that I made are very, very wrong. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what my full predictions were. I have it on my laptop somewhere, on my Chrome tabs. Um, but I didn't watch a lot of the games. I didn't have time. I wasn't bothered to. Plus... It's the Euros, I don't really, really care all too much. Um, like, I watched Euro 2016, uh, like, a little bit. I only watched the finals and the semifinals. I didn't really watch the group stages or anything else in general. I just didn't pay attention to it. Um, I would have loved to watch more, but I was more focused on the World Cup uh, in 2018, and I actually watched a lot of those games. Um... The the most the, the the most I missed was like uh, I think uh, six six group games I think, um, it wasn't overall too much that I missed. Um, I did miss quite a few games though, but I didn't I didn't miss a lot compared to Euro twenty sixteen where I watched like three games four games four games, um, and so it was that's how it is sometimes. Anyways, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, internet. You know you, you know you want to work with me, right? Come on. Come on, there we are. 
sorry about this. Pause, everyone. Okay, so let's have a look at my predictions and look. Let's look at the the actual results of what happened. Oh wow, I I didn't realize what the results looked like, but damn. Also, um, uh, I think I already paid my respects to Christian Eriksen last time, uh, a bit earlier, uh, and maybe a few episodes ago. But uh, still, I pay I repay all. I I wish him well. I wish his family well as well. He he looks like he's fine. He looks like he's doing okay. Uh, but that was a very, very scary moment. Um, uh, I was watching a bit of it uh, initially, and then I, I stopped watching, and um, it was very sad to see that he went down immediately with basically uh, basically cardiac arrest. So basically he was he was dead. Uh, he was dead cold for a while. Uh, but congrats to, to the medical team, congrats to everyone else that helped him out and, and like covered his body from, from the the audience basically to to make sure that they could do it in privacy and you know give him really some some they know how to put his face like on, on public uh, pictures and whatever so it was, it was very very good from everyone um but you know i, I pay respects to, to everything that happened and uh, i hope he's doing all right i hope he's doing a lot lot better um but if my predictions will ever load come on Okay, so I think these are the actual Yeah, so these are the actual knockouts. I don't know where my ones are. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I think the groups ended up a bit different to, to what I remember, uh, predicting at least. I didn't expect England to top the group, I definitely didn't. Uh, I didn't, I don't think I expected Scotland to finish bottom, but I think I actually did. I feel like they would have done a lot better. Uh, I knew Portugal could finish third in that group of death. Um, unfortunately, this is how it was going to be. Um, like Portugal won their first game, uh, so it was 3-0 against Hungary. And they lost, I think, 4-2 to Germany, and then I think they tied 2-all with uh, France. Uh, very tough group there. I knew they were going to finish third. It was just kind of predictable. Compared to the other two teams in, in, in their group, it's very hard, and Hungary was going to be the last one to really take the full blow of everything else. Um, it's a bit unfortunate it happens that way, but that's how it is. That's how strong that group was. It was a very, very close one each game. Um, but the round of 16... Wales, Denmark. Now, I didn't watch a lot of the games, <laughs> as I've already mentioned, so I don't know how Wales is playing. Uh, but looking at like the results they've had so far, I think they've played fairly well. Um, came second in their group. Uh, I think there was a loss to Italy. Uh, I think there was a win against uh, Turkey, I believe, and then a draw against Switzerland. I believe, but I could be wrong. Yeah, win against Turkey and a draw against Switzerland, I believe. Yeah. So, knowing that, it's, it's, I think Wales is going to do fairly well, but I don't know how far they'll go. Um, so, 
I think I think they'll do fairly well against Denmark. Denmark still has a very strong team as well, to be fair. Um, even minus Christian Eriksen. <coughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what kind of formations they are playing, so I can't give you like a tactical analysis on it right now because I really just haven't watched any of these games, to be fair. And like I just, <sighs> I should really catch up on these games, huh? <laughs> but um. I, I think I think it'll be very very good. Uh, they, they, this this round of sixteen is gonna be very very strong. Belgium Portugal is the one I'm gonna probably watch if I do watch any of these games, and maybe France Switzerland as well. England Germany I'm not gonna watch because it's probably gonna be a Germany win. England's they yeah they surprised me by topping the group, but at the same time how how strong are they in general because their group I I hate to be rude but wasn't the strongest, and, um, <coughs> what am I meant to say? Uh, drinking some tea. Um, Sweden topped their group as well, which was a very surprising thing. Uh, I thought Spain would do much better, but considering they don't have their leader and Ramos in the back, and they replace them with Eric Garcia, is now, uh, you know, it is what it is. And Sergio Ramos is leaving Real Madrid. Uh, as a Real Madrid fan, I'm, I'm annoyed about that. Um, I support a lot of clubs. Uh, I'm not just a pure Man United supporter, but I, I'm, I, I, I probably know more about Man United than a lot of the other clubs combined. Um, so that's how it is uh, with my like followings, I guess. Italy, Austria. I think Aust uh, Austria will definitely lose that one, uh, considering the the strength of the United City. Um, Italy's very, very strong, um, even with their, like, <coughs> they've got experienced talent, they've got some, they've got some young talent as well on that team, and I think it's just gonna be a very, very good game. I think it'll be, like, a 2-1, maybe, like, a 3-2 scenario, I mean, just, like, a 1-0. These games are very unpredictable, um, Wales, Denmark, I predict probably like a 1-0, maybe a 2-1. Very close game as well. Maybe a 0-0 into extra time, maybe penalties. But I doubt it'll go to penalties. I think one of these will eventually finish with a with a goal or two. Um, Netherlands, Czech Republic. Czech Republic hasn't impressed me uh, over the recent years. Uh, so I don't expect them to do amazing. Uh, considering Netherlands also has a very nice, young, talented squad. With some good veterans in there as well. And so... Um, I expect to see them play very well uh, against the Republic. Probably like a 2-0, maybe a 3-1, uh, something like that. Uh, although their goalkeeping situation is, a, is, is up for debate. Is, isn't there starting Martin Stecklenburg or something? Um, I don't remember that. Um, Croatia, Spain. Um, I don't think they met in the, in the World Cup in 2018. Because Spain got knocked out by Russia, I believe. Or something in the round of 16. But, um, I think that's what happened, at least. If I remember correctly. Um, what's that, the Euros? I don't know. I'm getting my tournaments mixed up now. Um, Croatia, Spain. Croatia has a lot of good veterans, very good veteran talent. But at the same time, it's that their defense is still as questionable as ever. Uh, their midfield is getting fairly old, and considering Spain has a very nice young, like, midfield presence, 
as well. Is it's it's kind of hard to tell if Spain outpaced them or outskill them in certain areas. Croatia will lose. So it just depends on how well they play, and it depends on who they start against each other. I might look into this one actually. Um, probably a two-one, maybe maybe one-all into penalties, and then I think. It, it, penalties, penalties could be either one. Uh, considering David de Gea's track record with uh, Spain and penalties, it's kind of hard to predict what happens there. I don't even, I don't even know if David de Gea is starting uh, in goals, but like I don't really know who else they would start. To be fair, I don't really know a lot of Spanish keepers. Um, France, Switzerland, it's it's tough because Switzerland has good talent, but France is just a a beast of a team, um, considering they still have a whole entire team, they could probably build a second team out of the leftover players they have of talent. Um, unfortunately here, Usman Dembele got injured again. He's he's just being bombarded with injuries. He's getting very unlucky, and it's unfortunate to see such a young winger kind of lose so much, you know, athleticism due to injuries. Um, very sad to see. Very, very sad to see. Um, I wish him all the best. I really, really do. Uh, he was fantastic to watch at Borussia Dortmund. Uh, it was electric. It was fantastic. And then he got to Barca, and they got really injured constantly, and just, you know, got... I hate to slack on him constantly at Barca, but, like, it's just unfortunate he hasn't showed up in the moments where he's played, and even when he's played, even when he's not playing, he's still kind of hobbling around, it's just unfortunate to see. Uh, but in the France Switzerland game, I think it'll be like a two 0 I think it won't be comfortable, but it'll be like a, it'll be a scrappy but comfortable win. The scoreline will tell you differently to what the actual game tells you. Uh, England Germany. Uh, I think it'll be a Germany win. I don't. I don't know. As I said earlier, England England is unpredictable at tournaments. Um, Gareth Southgate has done a fair job uh, as England boss. Um, but Germany, at the same time, has such a young and like nice core with some old veteran players splashed in there to really boost up the morale and uh, captain like, like kind of like the 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 locker room presence and like the field presence in general as well. We've got some veterans, got some young talent as well, and I'm very excited to see how how far they go. Um, obviously they experimented with that uh, in 2018 World Cup and they crashed out in the group stages, but still, I still expect Germany to perform very very well. Sweden, Ukraine. Uh, Sweden, very unexpected top of the group um, finishes. Because I really don't know much about their squad. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to all the Swedish people out there, but I really don't know much about your squad. Um, that's just how it is. Uh, I'm sorry, I just haven't paid attention to a lot of football. I've been watching the NBA playoffs recently. I was looking at NFL free agency. I've been working on my own football coaching and shit. You know, it's just been very, very busy. So I'm sorry. Um... And in Eurovision about a month ago, <laughs> I got so much shit to look at. I'm sorry, I don't have I don't have all the time in the world, man. There's only so much I can do for it. analysis, draft analysis, all that shit, man. That's all I can do. I'm, I'm trying my best here. Um, Ukraine, Sweden. I think Sweden will win that. Ukraine, in my opinion, hasn't got the strongest team. Uh, when are they even finishing their group? I want to know. I'm curious. Pitch that. Okay, so they they had a fairly rough group to be fair as well compared because Austria and and Netherlands are, is very tough and then North Macedonia can can be surprising at moments. Russia unfortunately didn't make it out of the groups. That's 
kind of disappointing, actually, considering how well they did at uh, Russia 2018. But maybe it was a home field advantage or whatever. But that's just how it is. Uh, let's do predictions on who goes where. So, listening to my predictions. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think there's a lot of different things that can happen, different things that can unfold. Injuries are unexpected, you know, there are so many things that could go into play. Maybe tactical differences, maybe just better adjustments at halftime. You know, there, there's so many things that could come into play. Um... Because if it because if the manager of the national team is a good manager, he will make adjustments at halftime to make sure that the team can function properly and work together well. So it it, it really depends on like the situations and how they do. And yeah, stats can tell you a lot of things, but watching the eye test as well is very important. Um, and then coming from a coach's standpoint now, um. Being able to make the adjustments to make sure you do the right thing and actually break down the defense or like work down the midfielders or like slow down the attackers effectively is very important because if you don't do those effectively, you will lose. So, it just depends on the, the in-game scenarios as well. Anyways, in the round of 16, Belgium-Portugal, I really feel like Portugal can win since they have such a nice squad. Uh, of just young talent, but then also veterans of such as Ronaldo, you got Rui Patricio, you got uh, Pepe in the back as well. You know, you got a lot of young talent around. Jao Felix, Bruno Fernandes is a very good player as well. Fantastic. MA United, I love watching him play. He's just so much fun to watch. Um, and then you've got Renato Sanchez as well. You got Ruben Neves. You got a lot of young talent, and then Nelson Semedo as right back. You know, this is just a very nice squad. Belgium also has a very nice squad. Uh, I don't know if Eden Hazard's playing, but if he is, goddamn, uh, he hasn't performed for Real Madrid. But you know, Romelu Lukaku is doing very well. Um, I don't know if Dries Mertens is playing in the national team. Uh, you got Thibaut Courtois and goals. Uh, you got Jan Vertonghen, probably, Tobias Veld, probably in there as well. Uh, Munier, as well. Ooh, dropped my pen. Um, it's, it's it's very, very good squads for both of them, I think, and it's, it's going to be hard um, to predict. It'll be very, very close. I want Portugal to win, personally, because I love watching Portugal play. Um, plus I'm a big Ronaldo fan, so that, that's how it is. Uh, but I think Portugal will maybe edge them out, but very, very close. It may be penalties, um, but I think it'll be very, very close. Italy, Austria, I think, I think earlier, as I said, Italy will probably win that one. Unfortunately, Austria just, I don't think they have the talent surrounding, like, cast, because their defense is quite strong. Um, with David Alaba holding that down, especially in center defensive mid, but at the same time, you know, you got to look at the, the the overall team composition, and sometimes I think Italy is definitely has the better composition. France, Switzerland, I said France earlier, considering the talent of the squad. I think Spain will win, but Croatia just it depends on how they break each other down. It it really depends because Spain can have inconsistencies, especially in the back. Um, but it depends. It depends. Sweden, Ukraine. I think I think Sweden wins this one, uh, just due to strength of squads, from my knowledge at least. Uh, England, Germany. I think Germany wins that. England. Yes, props to them. They they've done well recently, but at the same time, it's 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 hard to predict when you have a squad that consists of like defenders that 
can be very questionable with positioning at times, and Germany can really exploit those, especially with the young, fast forwards they have as well. It's very hard to tell, uh, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, Netherlands, Czech Republic, Netherlands will win that due to squad depth and like the, the capabilities of the squad. Wales, Denmark, I think very, very close. It could be Wales, could be Denmark. Let's flip a coin. Let's flip a coin. Actually, no, let's just do higher or lower because I have a deck of cards with me. Uh, Wales will be higher, Denmark will be lower, you know? I think this is fair, right? Higher, Wales. Alright, cool. <laughs> I don't do I don't do magic by the way. I just play a lot of card games. I want to learn how to do magic though. I used to know how to do a bit of magic, but uh, not anymore. Um, after my hand got, um, I I fractured a pinky, and so I can't I can't do all the card tricks I used to do anymore, unfortunately. But uh, enough about my hand injuries. Let's talk about the Euros. <laughs> uh, so we're going to the quarterfinals. Uh, Portugal, Italy, very strong quarterfinal. I think that's that's really tough to predict. Um, It just depends on the knowledge that either Ronaldo uses or, you know, Chiellini Bonici uses, because all three of them play together on at Juventus. And if, if if Ronaldo knows how to break those two down, and those two know how to break Ronaldo down, it, it's going to be hard, and it's going to be a, a very defensive battle, I believe. It's going to be hard to break down each defense. Especially when the Nenadzuli are very known for their, um, their defense and, um, like, brick wall capabilities basically uh so i think it'll be very very close i think it'll be a nil all maybe extra time penalties thing definitely very very close i think i think italy edges that one out though unfortunately i, I wish to see ronaldo win more but it, i think italy wins that one um france spain will be very entertaining to watch i i think that'll be very very entertaining young nice talent working horses, and then you got some veterans running the show as well, and it'll be very, very good to watch, I think. Very entertaining football. Uh, I think another defensive battle, but I, I think in terms of defense, I think Spain loses in that one, because France is just a lot more defensive talent, I believe. Uh, with Benjamin Pavard, Benjamin Mendy, you got uh, Varane, uh, Emmerich Laporte, and you got so many other French defenders and midfielders, and Golan Kante as well, being a defensive stalwart, a very, very talented nut guy, very nice engine room to run around. Uh, so I think he's fantastic. So I think France wins that one in terms of squad talents and uh, the talent of the players there. Sweden, Germany, I think that's a Germany win. I don't think there's not much I can really say about that one. Uh, if Sweden wins this one, by pure like luck or shock, Fuck, man, I don't know what I'd do. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to make any bets because the next thing you know is going to happen because I, I have the, the touch of a devil. Uh, <laughs> uh, Netherlands-Wales, I think that's a Netherlands win. I, I just don't see Wales going too far, uh, unfortunately. And Wales has a good squad, but they still have a lot of veterans and sometimes they get old and tired and it just happens. Uh, especially when the games... Yeah, they have times, but... Times to rest, but still, it's it's gonna be hard. Italy, France. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I really don't know that one. Oh fuck, man. I can't give you analysis because I haven't watched them play. But knowing like the players that mostly on their squads, I I think France wins that one. I think just based on pure speed and talent. And the tactics with Didier Deschamps winning the 2018 World Cup was fantastic, to be fair. Um, 
I, I think it's a France win. I, I, I hate to say it, but I think France wins that one. Germany, Netherlands, I think Germany wins due to just the, the overall talent difference, I think. Like, Netherlands has definitely good talent, but at the same time, Germany has so much more, I think, in terms of, like, pure skill positions and, like, being able to play different players in different positions and allowing flexibility in the team and fluidity. Uh, so, I think it's a Germany win. I think we very close. These, these semi-finals be very, very close. One nil, maybe two one at best, maybe even to penalties sometimes. You know, and it'll be it'll be something like that. France Germany in the final. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be rough. I think it's gonna be a very, very rough game. Very scrappy game. I think. Um. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know. It just depends on the matchup. It really does. It really does. Because if Germany play like a 4-3-3 with like Joshua Kimmich holding the midfield and then you've got, um, who else would be playing like Kai Havertz would be playing like a center mid role, maybe like a, like a winger role maybe. Um, then you have you know, Tino, Timo Werner playing up front. You know, it's just a lot of matchup situations because N'Golo Kante can really shut down um, a lot of players, like, if he just sits in their pocket, you know, he just runs around with them, just sits with them. So it's hard, it's really hard to predict, it just depends on the matchups and, um, who gets lined up where. Um, like, with the, with the concerns of maybe N'Golo Kante shutting you down, I think there's a lot of ways to really try and break down France as, as a team coming from Germany, um, but... It's still hard. I'm just going to use higher or lower. Alright. Higher. God fucking damn it. Alright. France wins. According to my predictions. Uh, although I feel like this could be very, very wrong. And then France instantly loses in the round of 16. Imagine that. <laughs> I have the, the... The touch of a devil. I just suck at predicting. Um, I mean, look at the NBA playoffs. Fucking hell. I, I failed to predict a lot of those ones. Uh, fucking hell. Very good at predictions, Ryan. Um... But, yeah. I try. I try. <laughs> I try really hard. Uh... Let's just have a look at the time, because I've just been looking at my, my emails for a second. Alright, we're at 26 minutes. I don't really know what else to talk about, because the Euros, yeah, it's, it's really easy to cover, because I haven't watched a lot of games. <coughs> um, unfortunately, if, if I had watched a lot of the games, and like, given, like, taken notes, and taken analysis, analysis, like, notes, I would have given you much more detail, I would have taken, like, three episodes to d detail everything. But, knowing me, I probably would go too far into detail, and everyone's gonna get bored, and be like, hey, shut the fuck up, when no one cares. I understand. I, I really do. My my analysis and my opinions normally are very fucking bad. Um, but that's why it's sports opinions. I should name it to, like, uh, bad sports opinions or something, you know. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> but my opinions normally are very bad. Anyways. I'm going to end it off here because I really don't have much else to say. I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. Um, my voice is slightly dying, but I have, to another, I have a few other episodes to record, so... Please do understand, if my voice starts dying throughout those episodes, it's because I've got to bulk record some of these. Anyways, I'll see you guys next time. Peace!